Hello again, friends from Steeler Nation. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, the podcast producer at Behind the Steel Curtain Radio and BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Remember BTSC for all of your Pittsburgh Steeler needs with whatever you need to see about your favorite team, the black and gold. It can be found 24-7 on BTSC.com or BTSC Radio with 25 original podcasts every single week and so much more. So definitely check that out. With that being said, the Steelers are getting ready to take on the Seattle Seahawks in a very pivotal game. It could be the difference of being two and four or three and three at the bye week. And with a limping Seattle team coming into town, a lot of people are excited. But we do warn you, don't get too excited. We can't let the Steelers overlook the Seahawks, even without Russell Wilson and Chris Carson. But with that being said, before we get on to everything Seattle, you know, we got to do this. BTSC once again wanted to recap the past week's events for their readers and listeners, but they went wrong, as they always do. They call on that one narcissistic writer slash podcaster that would put his very weird, bizarre spin on it, so they asked him to do it. So let's all take a look at a bad week, because that's me, bad, in the Berg together. Let's start with Sunday, 10-10. Woohoo! Good news! The Steelers finally won since the opener against Buffalo nearly a month earlier. Yes, that three-game losing streak seemed to last three years. Well, in my mind, at least. The entire team seemed to make strides in the victory, and Najee Harris performed his first 100-yard rushing game. So once again, finally! Like that song by CeCe Peniston back in 1994. Finally, it happened to me. I don't know the rest of the words, so I'm going to stop singing. I don't think that's really what she sang, but, you know, that's all I got. However, the Steelers did suffer the loss of Juju Smith-Schuster in the game. So there's some bitter sweetness involved. It's like finding out you get unlimited beef and cheddars. For the rest of the year. But you find out that Arby's sauce has been discontinued. And you can't get it. That would truly stink. Let's go on to Monday 1010. Yeah, Juju was confirmed to need shoulder surgery. And even those sources disputed each other on the fine details. Number 19 was lost for the season. Well... The Steelers tried to offset that by signing somebody. And in doing so, the Jacksonville Jaguars got burned by the Berg again. All set to sign Anthony Miller, the Jags suffered deja vu from earlier in the year when Tyson Alualu decided not to go through with his verbal agreement to sign with said moribund franchise. This time around, Anthony Miller accepted an invitation to Pittsburgh for a workout due to the pending vacancy created by the Juju injury, despite exclaiming Duval on social media. And if you don't know what Duval means, that is the county that Jacksonville is firmly placed in, in Northern Florida. It seemed insta-official when the former second rounder of the Bears posted only a black and gold set of hearts on the social media website, 
In related news, my 12-year-old daughter posted those same two hearts on Instagram. I think she does that daily. So either she's signing with the Steelers as well, which would be amazing, but she has no football talent whatsoever, but talking smack against Ravens fans since we live in Maryland, which is, you know, quite a fine quality. Or she's expressing her crush for John B. from Outer Banks once again. Also on Monday, some very disheartening news. I'm usually wrong when it comes to a lot of things, but I've been well documented in my disdain for John Gruden over the years. The coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Oakland Raiders before that, and also for his Monday night football gig. Now he's none of those. He's former to all of those. I hate being right here. I hate that there's so much hate in the world, and Gruden's discovered emails further confirm this disgusting truth. But according to Tom Pellicero, who broke it first, John Gruden just informed his staff on Monday night that he plans to resign as Raiders coach. There's been a lot of downfall from it. This is something that you've got to just take stock and realize that we don't need hate in our heart. That's all I can say about that. On Tuesday, 10-12, practice squad players, cornerback Mark Gilbert and offensive lineman Rashad Coward were poached from the Steelers' practice squad by the Detroit Lions and Jacksonville Jaguars, respectively. Losing Gilbert stinks, but I guess the local kid wasn't ready for primetime. You do see in such situations like this, when you have that guy on the fringe of the 53-man roster, you know, back and forth from it on the practice squad, goes to another team, possibly comes back to Pittsburgh. So that's what the hope is here. I really love Mark Gilbert. And I hope I called him Mark Gilbert and not Marcus Gilbert, because that would have been a complete mistake. So if I did that, I do apologize. I don't even know. I'd have to go back to the tape. But I'm recording, so that's pretty hard to do. As for Coward, Duval looks like we're even. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, the Anthony Miller signing was made official on Tuesday 10-12 as well. Eli Anku, who was just placed on the uh, practice squad last Monday, so eight days earlier, he was released. He's the nose tackle, and uh, the Steelers also brought up DT Isaiah Mack to the practice squad. We'll sign him to the practice squad. So Eli Anku, we hardly knew you. On Wednesday, 10-13, the Steelers signed former Miami and Seattle cornerback Lyndon Stevens to the practice squad. What's this? Seems like 17 corners now in the organization. Now, I have less packets in my emergency condiment drawer that it seems like Pittsburgh has defensive backs. And I've got a bunch of Wendy's chili seasoning, which is the greatest condiment ever that I don't think anybody's ever, ever figured out. And also, you know, I've got some cocktail sauce, which is a very underrated condiment, if you ask me. And of course, there's a bunch of ketchup because you never, you never know. You go to the fridge and you realize the Heinz is just this little puddle at the bottom of the plastic bottle and you've got nothing. You've got a big juicy burger and nothing 
to put on it. So with that being said, you have to have a lot of it. But I digress. The Steelers seem to have a lot of corners. I know they just lost Mark Gilbert, but they're cornering the market on that position. Speaking of former corners and, well, actually a safety too. He was a little bit of both. Sean Davis is employed once again, this time with the evil empire up north after signing on to the Patriots practice squad. Don't worry, you'll probably see Davis once again. No relation. Thursday, 10-14. A most encouraging injury report for the Steelers will be even more favorable on Friday with Chase Claypool and James Washington seemingly ready to go for the contest against Seattle. But this is really weird. Akello Witherspoon, 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 well, that situation is pretty ponderous. That experiment may be ending soon. As Akello Witherspoon not practicing with a coach's decision designation As Brooke Pryor put in her tweet on social media, he hasn't been active much since the Steelers traded for him earlier this season. Henry Ruggs beat him, and it seemed like you'd never heard from him again. You know, that was quite unfortunate. So maybe a rough, rough trade for that team. So getting the DNP coach's designation is very damning for a player. You don't really know what's going on there, but it's so disconcerting. I'm having flashbacks from when I was issued a similar designation from the starter wife. Yes, the ex-Mrs. Bad. I had a DNP, W-S-W-O-D, which is wife sleeping with other dudes. Yeah. Friday, 10-15. Seattle quarterback Russell Wilson and running back Chris Carson have officially been rolled out for Sunday Night Football's contest against the Steelers. This is unfortunate news for the Seattle Seahawks. And you could look at it as encouraging for the Steelers, but you never want to beat a team with their best players, not on the field. You never root for an injury. But with that being said, don't get comfortable, Steelers. If you don't remember, BTSC's Jeffrey Benedict reminded us in a private Slack, and I want to bring that up here, with his second-degree murderer's row of backup quarterbacks that stunned the Steelers this decade. Matt Castle, Vikings, 2013. Mike Lennon, Bucks, 2014. Michael Vick, Jets, 2014. Ryan Mallett, Ravens, 2015. And I was there in Baltimore and had to endure that nonsense. Mike Lennon, Bears, 2017. Robert Griffin III, Ravens 2019. Ryan Finley, Bengals 2020. Wow. Once again, you can't overlook a backup quarterback. The only thing that you could say here that could be in the Steelers' advantage, they have had at least a week's worth of knowledge knowing that Geno Smith was going to be the quarterback this week. So don't let a guy like Geno Smith burn you. You can say what you want about Geno, but know this. He's been around since 2013, and you don't have a nine-year career in the NFL as a backup, as a quarterback, as a player, if you don't at least have something. Finally, some very sad news as the statement came out from Burt Lawton on Friday. 
the Pittsburgh Steelers have heavy hearts with the unfortunate passing of Ramey Olsowski. Words cannot express our sadness for Jerry and the loss of his wife. We will continue to support Jerry through this difficult time. Our thoughts and prayers are with Jerry and their entire families, including his three children, Joseph, Emma, and Dominic. I got to say this. Jerry O is a class guy and a longtime member of the Steelers as a player and a coach. He's been around since 1989 and even before that with the Pitt Panthers. So the Youngstown, Ohio native is definitely a Steeler for life. If I can speak for BTSC and Steelers Nation, our hearts ache for the Olsavsky family. Rest in peace, Ramey. So that was the significant week that was for the Steelers mixed in with my black and gold loving life. You know, I'm not sure what's going to happen this week. I just know that next week will be full of Steelers happenings as well. So we'll have to do this again. Have a great week, but better yet, have a bad one.